welcome once again to another episode of the Castle Collective. I am Sean Rapier, and joining me tonight, I think it's the largest group of the collective we have ever had uh, because we have such an amazing and exciting topic. Uh, first of all, joining us, he was the king of Disneyland in the 90s. He owned the place. Nick at night, welcome to the show. What's up? And our resident food expert, as well as all things taking your family to Disneyland, Joel Skellington. Natalie, hey. As well, we have the loveliest of all lovely and the supercalifragilistic of all supercalifragilistic, Heather Poppins. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. And we also have with us a true expert in the backside of water. He is Skipper Rob. Excited to be here. <laughs> Always with his own theme music, too. And we have one half of the amazing duo that hosts the Word on the Main Street podcast. He is Sean Solo. Great to be here. Thanks for having me again. And my goodness, we have the other half of the duo that is Word on the Main Street podcast. He is the King Bee, Brian Lords. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Look at this amazing group, guys. And it's a good thing because we've got two things that are really special. First of all, we have got an incredible topic tonight that we're going to be discussing, something that we all love. Secondly, we have got a winner, winner, not a chicken dinner, but original art from Heather Poppins herself. Heather, who is a former story artist for Disney Interactive. Heather, tell us again, remind us again what we're going to be giving away tonight. Well, tonight you'll be getting a five by seven original artwork of Big Al from Country Bear Jamboree, which is no longer in the Disneyland Park, but is in Disney World. And yeah, this is original. There is no other artwork like it in the world. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. It is so exciting. And I got to be honest, uh, the winner is going to be really lucky. We're going to do that at the end of the show. We'll be giving that away. Uh, but this is a very lucky winner because I think I'm speaking for every one of us in here when I say, I want that art. I wish that I was eligible. Every member of the collective is now nodding their heads because everybody wishes they were winning that art tonight. But uh, so stay tuned. At the end of the show, we'll be doing a drawing and giving away this original art from Heather. We appreciate it. Okay, to this week's topic. And this was uh, Skipper Rob came up with this. Skipper Rob, tell us about this week's topic. Well, I wanted to call it the soundtracks of Disneyland. <clears throat> now, there's different soundtracks of the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland or California Adventure, but I think we're just focusing on Disneyland, I believe. And no, we're doing the whole stores. resort. I will say, we're doing we the are whole doing resort. The whole, there we go. It's the whole resort. The whole res so that could even be like outside in the plazas, downtown Disney, Disneyland Hotel, whatever it may be, the monorail. But there are scores and then there are songs. And so I'm really excited for us to share the songs that just get you giddy and excited when you walk into the park or when you're in the park or you're even around the park. Those vibes. Yes. And because we are so bad at following rules, I had to put several rules out there. Uh, so a couple of things. <laughs> Nick at night is already shaking his head. Um, so some of the rules. First of all, this can be a current or a past attraction. Either one is fine. It can be from the past current. Uh, it can be anywhere from the uh, Disneyland Resort area. 
Uh, and then we, to give everybody as wide of a berth as possible on this one, we did say it could either be a song or a score, but it could also just be, hey, I love the music from this attraction or this restaurant or this parade, whatever it is. So if there are attractions that have multiple songs, you can just choose the attraction. So I am willing to bet that we are going to have tons of crossover on this but I've been wrong many times before. So let's go ahead and let's get the ball rolling. In fact, Rob, you're the right one to start with. This was your idea. So uh, lay it on us. What's the first one that you have? So back in the day, I used to work at the Magic Kingdom and we had a position called bridge where I would stand at the bridges of Adventureland and Liberty Square where people could not come in we had to guard the bridge and make sure that they were exiting. I would sit there for an hour listening to the music of Main Street. Yes. At first I detested it, and then I started to enjoy it. And this is my favorite Main Street song. And it is from the musical... What's Hello, the musical? Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Put yes. on your Sunday clothes. And also, this was featured in what movie? Pixar? Wally. So it's mm. one of my favorite songs from any musical and from Pixar. And it just gives me those vibes. You're walking down Main Street, and then if you hear this song, especially on Dapper Day when you are wearing your Sunday best at Disneyland, it's so much fun. So this is this is my vibe. So we're just starting off on Main Street. All right. Does anybody else have the music of Main Street? Yes, Heather. Heather Poppins, <laughs> talk to us. Uh, oh, yeah, and also uh, King Bee has it. So Heather, go ahead. Yeah, that one was my number one uh, for the same reasons that Rob likes it. It's just uh, happy and you get music there from Disney movies that you don't really see in other parts of the park, like Summer Magic and Happiest Millionaire. So yeah, and of course, I love the Married uh, theme from Up and they play that one too. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, it, you cannot help but, but feel happy because you know you're entering the park or that you finished a great day at the park. Uh, Brian, King B, tell us, uh, tell us about your Main Street entry. So I actually had a different song on Main Street, and Heather actually just mentioned the movie that it's from, and it's Fortuosity on the Main Street loop is probably my all-time favorite thing to hear walking down main street it means there's going to be a good day ahead i love it yeah i i always crack up because main street has so much hello dolly music um am i wrong that they also have some from oklahoma they do yeah they play shiny little surrey yeah i know they play shiny little surrey from oklahoma but uh i was in hello dolly many years ago and uh yeah it's something throwback right Oh, There's your I, fortuosity. Yeah, how can you not feel good? It's the perfect soundtrack for everything that's going on right around there. So feels pretty good. Joel, this didn't make your list. It uh, 
No, not all the way. Uh, there's my son, as we talked about it, he was like, oh, yeah, they always play. Uh, I think it was In the Mood. He said, I keep hearing In the Mood when I'm on Main Street. Heard it over and over again. But uh, but it did not. There was It was close, but didn't make it. So, Sean Solo, Tokyo Main Street, play same music or no? Uh, I can't. To be honest, I can't remember. It's It does have the same vibe. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the same music playing. But to be honest, I, it was a, a whirlwind of like, I, you know, being in Japan, being at Tokyo Disney. To be honest, I, I wasn't paying attention. And Nick, Hong Kong, no, nothing. Yeah, Absolutely. Same music. And same Rob, music. I know Disney World does the same. Yes. So, Heather, do you ever find yourself dancing on Main Street? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, you know, when they play the Fortuosity song in the movie, he's like hopping between the curb and the street. And I admit that I do that. So, yeah, it's inspirational. I always tell people, if you can get the last reservation at a restaurant at the end of the day and you can walk out of the park with nobody there, it's one of the most magical things listening to that music. Yeah, it's the best. And then you walk out and then there's no more music. And uh, it's just sad. Uh, we, we oftentimes will listen to Disney music as we are driving away if we're in the car because we just can't get enough of it. So awesome. Love that Main Street made it as our first entry, Rob. That was fantastic. So uh, Heather and Brian and Rob all had it. So why don't we jump over to uh, Sean Solo? What, what do you have? Well, I'm going to shock everybody. Uh, <laughs> so hold on to your butts. Uh, so my number one, of course, was... I honestly just the entire haunted mansion score. Who would have thought? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I just love it. Uh, One thing that I really like about it and that I had read about it. Perfect. Oh, yeah. So uh, the music in the haunted mansion, at least the normal ride, not holiday. Uh, Every every song you hear every uh, piece of music you hear is from like a practical source. So like you've got the organ playing. It's obviously coming from like an organ somewhere. You're in the hallway. It's wind blowing to the sound of, of grim grinning ghosts. And then mm. you've got the ballroom. Okay. Organ. Ballroom. Yes. The, the attic I'm is, is the piano. <laughs> okay. And then even in the graveyard, it's the graveyard band playing the song. So Everything yeah. you hear is from a real place. It's not like it's not like Phantom Manor where it's really scored and it's like violins and everything. The foyer, yes. Yes. You can't trick it's me, Rob. Every place. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna catch Sean. So it's pretty awesome. It's uh yeah, it's pretty incredible music. Uh, who else had Haunted Mansion on their list? Heather. Wow, okay. <laughs> Heather, tell us why tell us why Haunted Mansion was on your list, Heather. Um, all those same reasons. It reminds me of Halloween as well, which is such a fun holiday. And I love the organ. I love the organ. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just a fun, rousing tune. Do you have a favorite part, Heather? A favorite part of the music? Um, probably either the ballroom scene or the graveyard. Yeah. So, yeah. I am partial to the graveyard because it's like that's when it explodes into just total madness. <laughs> 
Nick at night, you were you gonna say something? I was gonna say I, I was listening to that soundtrack today in debate on whether or not that was gonna make my list. And there was a part that stood out to me that I just got a kick out of. It was the the lady that was just very pretentious. The uh, I don't I can't remember what line she has, but you know what I'm talking it's about, right? Talking to socialize. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Joel, that was impressive. I loved it. Perfect. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, dynamite. So for, for me, the medley, it's five and a half minutes. Every time I start a Halloween party, anytime I'm DJing, this is my first song <laughs> every time without fail. It's just a great way to start a party. Absolutely love it. Yeah, super cool. Love it. All right, Haunted Mansion, there's no question. I, I am willing to bet that every one of us at least considered it. I considered it. I know that for sure. So yeah, you can't go wrong with the haunted mansion. Let's go somewhere else in the parks. Nick at night. What you got? I am kind of right. As you enter the park area, I love to just sit for the minute and 43 seconds in the Esplanade. Listen to when you wish upon a star. Oh, I mean, does that just give you all the feels or what? All of them. Yeah. Whether you're starting your day or ending your day with it, that version is that version specifically is the one that just takes me instantly to Disneyland, no matter where I'm hearing it. But all the things on my list I picked because for some reason they sound better at Disneyland than they do anywhere else. I, it doesn't matter what your sound system is. It sounds better there. And I was that's to say, co- coming from a sound engineer, coming from a professional sound engineer. Oh, this is my game right here. This episode, I'm loving. That's this, pretty impressive. This particular thing, man, if you listen, next time you go, make sure you catch the minute and 43 seconds. Even if you have to play it on your own headphones, it's just being there and listening to that is the, the way to start and end your park visit. Awesome. Love it. All right. Did anybody else have the Esplanade or Wish Upon a Star? Sean Solo, tell us about yours. Uh, I I don't know if this is cheating, but I did have the Esplanade area loop. So yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's an area. And if I want to get specific, if you want a specific track from me, uh, it's You've Got a Friend in Me on the Esplanade. Mm. For some reason, I always hear that no matter when I go. Yep, exactly. Uh, so what you're hearing is is the track that's most memorable to me, but... The Esplanade music to me has two uh, symbols. So walking into the park, you're you're gonna have a good day. So you hear that music, you're going to Disneyland. It's it's exciting. And then the other time you hear it, of course, is leaving. You've had a great day uh, and going home to sleep and hopefully going back the next day. But <laughs> it's just it's a sign of a good time. Yeah, I associate it with leaving. I also uh, wish upon a star. I always associate with the end of fireworks. You know, there's something about the end of fireworks that I love so much. I associate that music waiting for the person who's late. And you're like, are they going to get here? You're (laughs) standing there in the plaza waiting, trying to go in, right? Oh, good friends. Those are not good friends. Yeah, I think that's, I I call that music. I call that music all the feels. That's all the feels music. It just makes you just feel every 
every happy emotion and whatever. And it's a great way to end the day. So good stuff. Did anybody else have it on their list? Well, let's move on then. Joel Skellington, what do you have? Well, for me, if I'm going to be going to Disneyland, and I think of Disneyland, quite honestly, this is the first song that pops to my mind, mostly because if you hear it at Disneyland, it's never leaving your mind at Disneyland. Um, so uh, it is in Fantasyland, and it is heard throughout Fantasyland forevermore, and that is our big favorite, Mad Tea Party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even though, obviously, technically it comes from uh, Alice in Wonderland, like this one in the park, I don't I don't ever think about this as being from the movie. To me, this song is from the park. And, and I have to stop and think and go, isn't there a movie that has this too? But uh, <laughs> uh, but I'll be humming it, whistling it. People will go, what are you talking about? Like, I'm sorry. I just, it's in my head. We've got a trip coming up. So. <laughs> are you a fan of the teacups ride, Joel? Not at all. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> Me neither. I was until I hit 30-ish, and then my uh, sense of balance was gone. So, uh, no, I, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I'll still do it for the kids. Um, but, yeah. Did anybody else have the Mad Tea Party music on their list? Heather, we've gotten to all three of yours. Everybody's connected to you. All right, Heather, talk about why you love the Tea Party music. Yeah, uh, it is for the same reason that Joel said. It's very, very sticky. So like you walk past this music and it's like you've stepped on gum and it's just following you throughout the rest of the park and you're like singing it in your head. Yeah, but it's it's super iconic. I love that it's all woodwinds playing. I think there might be a calliope in there too. And yeah, just love it. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm torn on this one because, you know, Alice in Wonderland, as I've stated before, is probably my favorite attraction in all the parks. And the uh, teacups are probably my least favorite in all the parks. So, so as a result, I'm a little torn because, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit uh, of two minds on, on all of it. But, but the music itself, I absolutely love it. Ryan, when you hear that music, what, uh, what does it make you think? What does it make you feel when you hear that music played? When I hear the Mad Tea Party, it makes me think I'm about to get sick. <laughs> Good kind of sick. Good sick, but sick nonetheless. Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. Well, I like what you said, though, uh, Joel, that it really is. That's that's it's more fantasy land music than it is teacups or Alice in Wonderland. I mean, it makes me think of all the different parts of fantasy land. And I enjoy, you know, it's it's listed in if you get one of the actual Disneyland records, it's listed as the fantasy land suite. And uh, all of it's fantastic, but that song in particular is just awesome. So fantastic. Well, we're not going to go to Heather next uh, because, but Heather, you're going to keep chiming in on everything else. I haven't done one yet. And so I'm going to, I am going to throw out an attraction that will not be there that long, but the music makes me so happy. And that is Splash Mountain. I love all the music and Heather, you and I have had long discussions about our insane love of the music from Splash Mountain. This is one that I couldn't choose one particular song because I love every part of it. I love all the feelings of it. I listen to this a lot and I can visualize myself going through the ride. So I will be as much as I think that they're going to do a great thing with Tiana. I will be so sad when this is gone. And we'll have to, it, oh, 
it's just so happy and so friendly. And then dire, you know, don't go near the laughing place. Uh, but then back to being happy. And all of the music just makes me so happy. Did anybody else have Splash Mountain music on their list? Okay, I'm kind of surprised at that, that I'm the only one who had it. But uh, I love it. Sean Solo, you and I have been on Splash Mountain together a handful of times. Uh, what do you think about the music for uh, Splash Mountain? I love it. And I I honestly had, I think there were eight musical options that I was trying to decide between. And I would, I was down here in my studio listening with my eyes closed and it, it was hard to keep off my list, but it's just, it's like you were saying, it's, it's very happy, but it's also ominous uh, at points. Yeah. It just definitely sets the mood. For the how do you do is, how do you do is my favorite. I mean, there's no question. Me too. Yeah. And it's so, so good me, feeling. Whenever we go on it, we sing, how do you do? Show us your bum. Because show us your bum. Always, do you guys ever? No? Nobody? Yeah, Pretty good. Show us your bum. Now I will never Pretty be able good, to unhear that. Right. That's what we always sing. Pretty good. Show us your bum. <laughs> well, don't do that when they're taking the photo because you will get kicked out of the park. But you so, do see Br'er Bear's bum when he's trying to go into the thing. So pretty good. Show us your bum. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really, really funny. All right. So my that's my first one is Splash Mountain. Uh, why don't from here, why don't we go over to uh, Nick at Night? What else you got? Well, I realize now that perhaps I should have included this with Main Street, but it's not technically heard on Main Street. Um I picked Steamboat Willie in the Main Street Cinema. <laughs> this nice. This is where my sound nerdness goes on like epic levels because, as maybe history buffs know, this was the first synchronized sound to video kind of production and it changed the whole world of animation, film, and since I am in that world, I, I feel it. <clears throat> I, ha- I can say also that that theater is one of the few places that has preserved pure Walt mm. and because he was Mickey in Steamboat Willie. And so getting that experience and they don't have this in, in Hong Kong. Um, it's, it's not the same setup. They show some other f- Duffy and friends, which is a whole nother. Oh no, <laughs> not <laughs> Duffy. <laughs> Um, but it's uh, it's a part of Disney history, Disneyland history, and just like the music sounds only the, like the best in the Esplanade, the Steamboat Willie can't be experienced anywhere else quite the same. Did anybody else have Steamboat Willie or the Main Street Cinema on their list? Nobody. It didn't even dawn on me. Nick, I'm impressed. That was a deep, uh, deep dive. That was good. Uh, Sean Solo and, and King B. Bryant. And the song is called Turkey in the Turkey Straw. in the Straw. The yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Sean and Brian, uh, I recall that they were about to, or for a short time, I think they did shut down the Main Street Cinema, turned it into a gift shop yeah. for a short amount of time. You guys on Word on the Main Street podcast, uh, just remind us how you felt about all that. Angry. <laughs> 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 to quote Chris That's Farley, pretty good way uh, to sum it up. Yeah, 
I did not understand what they were doing. I don't know why we need another shop on Main Street and to get rid of something so special. And like Nick was saying, it's like connected to Walt Disney. So to get rid of something just for a money grab was uh, was pretty terrible, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely horrible. And hats off to you, uh, King B and Sean Solo. You did a great job fighting the power on that yep. one yep. every single week, calling out Disneyland to please return it. What I love about it is thousands of people wrote in, yet every time I go in Main Street Cinema, four people. Doesn't matter. But the best thing about Main Street Cinema, you get the feels, you get the music, you get to watch the the movies. But also when it's 105 degrees outside, it is so air conditioned. It is just awesome. So good, this good stuff. Angry. <laughs> All right. Angry. Over. Sean Solo, while we got you, why don't you give us another one of your songs? Uh, yeah. So this is my last one. Uh, it's another area loop. So forgive me, but uh, I was just the route 66 area loop. And I know it's not Disney music, (laughs) but it's just like the perfect music for the land. Uh, It's route 66. It plays old 1950s rock and roll. All the songs are about cars. And I just imagined that this was the music playing on the car radios while people were cruising, you know, route 66. To me, it's another one of those practical soundtracks. Uh, you could imagine this playing on the radio while you're uh, on on Route 66. So, did anybody I, else I have Cars it. Land? Did anybody else have any of the music from Cars Land? Nobody else, just you, Sean. So, what is it you love so much about Cars Land, other than other than the nostalgia? Is there anything else you really love about the land? You legitimately feel like you're in the movie. Yeah, uh, it's just so detailed. Even I don't know if everybody here has noticed. But like the uh, the light that's flashing, every third blink is slower, which is from the movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the hippie van um, says that he's staring at it and he's saying every every third blink is slower. And they even got that detail in there, which is just phenomenal. So cool. And and to go along with that, I actually really like the reiteration of Luigi's flying tires. The music is so much fun where the cars are dancing. And uh, one of my favorite memories is singing, Hey, Mambo. Mambo Italiano. It's one of my favorite memories. At least the Uh, uh, flying tires aren't really there anymore. (laughs) Yes. That that was a terrible Dancing tires, whatever we call it. Thankfully. What's it called? Brian Uh, Brian might know. Uh, Rollickin' Roadsters. Rollickin' Roadsters. That's it. Uh, Heather Poppins, do you guys spend much time in Cars Land when you go? Um, yeah, one of my favorite things is to watch it light up at night. Love the lighting in Cars Land. Yes, beautiful. And and we need to petition Disneyland to stop naming things anything other than land. Because even though we all know it's Radiator Springs, <laughs> we all call it Cars Land. Same with Galaxy's Edge. We all call it Star Wars Land. Just just call it land. It's okay. Stop coming up with these great names. Uh, Joel Skellington, your kid's a big fan of uh, big fans of of Radiator Springs. Uh, to a degree, some of the food is is, is not uncommon for me, but uh, the and the main attraction there. Uh, but we've loved Luigi's too. I love the the dancing cars of Luigi's, which I didn't realize is gone. I guess is what we're saying. 
Yes. Um, no. Well, it's about flying tires. Luigi's, oh, the, the, the flying tires. tires. Yeah, the, the flying tires are gone. So. <laughs> but the dancing. The dancing yes. is amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, we, in general, yeah. Joel, while we got you on, why don't we get your next uh, musical entry? My next one, I'm a little surprised to not hear anyone until now. Uh, I love the entire ride. The whole thing is is amazing from beginning to end. Um, but there's something about just the very beginning of it um, that sets a mood that to me just brings a joy to my heart. Uh, and that is uh, the banjo playing there on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Beautiful. Uh, I thought about so many areas uh, um, of the Pirates, but just... Mm. The banjo playing, and then you also can have the crickets, all those types of things going on. Um, and you just go, this is just going to be a nice, easy ride. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it brings the joy to my heart to hear just that little guy rocking back and forth on the porch playing the banjo. I love that you chose that, Joel. And you're you're riding along. You've got everybody dining right next to you. And it's the stars are out at night. It is absolutely beautiful. Did anybody else have any of the pirates music? Nick at night, tell us about uh, tell us about your choice. I had the whole ride because I could not be specific, but <laughs> to me, even the crickets chirping was a soundtrack to me. There, mm-hmm. There's a music to it that I've heard crickets other places again. I don't know how it Disney does it, but the total package is there that. It transports you to a whole nother place and somehow I feel relaxed listening to it. I don't know <laughs> how that works, but it's very calming. And uh, but I just love the whole ride because of how the soundtrack itself transports you um, to go from the outside world to Disneyland is a transformation, but then to go even deeper into pirates. It's just incredible how it is that it just keeps bringing deeper and deeper into new space. I, I, I love it because it's almost shocking when you go from that little laid back and you go down that first hill instantly, you are in this world of pirates, like just completely surrounded by it. I love it. Did anybody else have pirates other than Joel and, and Nick? I think that they are both awesome choices, whether you're that specific or the entire attraction. It's some of the most iconic music in, oh, that just makes me want to, that just makes me want to go on it so badly. I just love it. So, all right, let's uh, move on to our next selection. How about uh, we go over to the King Bee himself, Brian, what do you have next? All right, so my next one is a little random, I must admit, but I love it all the love same. Love the random. That is the Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise Q radio loop. <laughs> Just you hear that little chime come in, and the, the guy starts talking about what. Yes, right here. The uh, Jungle Cruise base. This is Branco Beauty. Get the we'll uh, run aground just south the, of the chatter house. going. All hands are fine. We will wait till the tide. That is really listen, clever. Yeah. If you listen enough, there's some really humorous stuff in the radio loop. That is so funny, Brian. Did anybody else have any of the Jungle Cruise music? No. Brian, that's really yes. clever to think of it as the line itself. All right. So uh, what is what do you love about uh, Jungle Cruise generally, Brian? Like, Do you get that anticipation when you're waiting in line? I just... 
I don't know. I've always been a big Jungle Cruise fan. Maybe it's just because I'm a good fan of the cheesy dad joke. Um, and there's plenty of that going around the Jungle Cruise. Um, just, I love listening to that radio loop going and just getting jazzed for a good trip around the river. It puts you back into that mind frame, right? It really takes yeah. you back to that time. And just super cool. And I'm impressed that Skipper Rob does not have this on his list. Well, it was uh, 27th. No, this, this, <laughs> yes. was, this, was, this was on my list, but it was just barely outside the list. Yeah. Uh, it does give you that nostalgia. And I think Joel was talking about a song that was actually played at the Jungle Cruise. You said something that your son. Yeah, in the mood, daughter, I believe is there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is Sing Sing. Yeah. Same kind Sing of deal. Fun, yeah. yeah. But now that's at the Jungle me, Cruise. Right? Isn't Indiana Jones have a radio kind of playing in the queue too? And yeah. I love that one too. Yeah. Same it, era. It does. That's the cool thing. It's all the same thing. Yeah, which is just super, super cool. Sean, uh, how excited are you about uh, the changes they're making toward Jungle uh, Cruise? I think it'll be good. Um I don't. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to try and do too much, but uh, I don't know. Every change that they've made is generally a good one, except for the uh, cinema. But uh, yeah, I don't know. we'll wait and see. Super cool. Very exciting. Uh, Skipper Rob, why don't we head over to you for your next selection? Okay. So um, this might be an unpopular pick, but seriously. Seriously. I love it so much. It is Haunted Mansion Holiday. <laughs> it's you got the, the you got the holiday feels, you got the Halloween feels, and you got the Danny Elfman feels. It's just I just love it so much. <laughs> just is because that, is that two thousand one? You don't hear it year round. <laughs> It's just, I love it so much just because it's seasonal, right? But now it's the season between my two favorite seasons between Halloween and Christmas, right? It's just such a magical time in the park. And you get to hear those songs and and you don't get to go on that ride very often. I worked on the Haunted Mansion. I love the Haunted Mansion. Perhaps you've seen in your dreams or the story that you were about to be told. And I love the new narration, when two worlds collide. Anyway, so I've talked about this in the past, but it's just I love the music, and we were talking about the music block as you walk up, right? And you're going underneath the archway, and it's all... I mean, it's just all good. It's all yeah. good. Everything, everything about it. And Joel Skellington, as is apropos... Since uh, we're not on video, tell us about your shirt. Uh, it's just it actually it's from the Disney Resorts. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, baseball shirt, which oddly enough makes people think I play baseball who they don't you see me wearing and go, oh, what team is that? I'm like, uh, it's Disney. Sorry, I don't <laughs> I don't play sports teams. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that seemed appropriate for for this podcast. Yes, absolutely, uh, Heather. Remind us of your preference between traditional Haunted Mansion and Haunted Mansion Holiday. Ooh, that's tough because they're both awesome. And Haunted Mansion Holiday, there's so much there and there's so many colors. Uh, I think I like the original a little bit better, but I mean, I'll take them both. I love them. I do have an interesting tidbit about um, 
the music that they play during the Haunted Mansion holiday, uh, they're called scarols <laughs> instead of carols. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Did anybody else know that? I had no idea. No. Sean Solo, of course, nodding his head that he knew it. <laughs> that makes sense. Heather, that's a great little tidbit. I love it. All right. Well, moving right along. So Haunted Mansion getting a lot of love because you've got uh, you've got both versions getting love. So uh, I think I will go with my next choice, uh, which is out of the California Adventure Park. Uh, it's something that I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. But it's funny. I find myself listening to this more than almost any other music out of the parks. It is an attraction that, and I've got it. I'm going to go with the older version of it, which is Soren, Soren over California, to be specific. I like it better than Soren around the world. Uh, and if I close my eyes, I've been on Soren over California so many times that if I close my eyes while the Soren over California music is playing, I can, oh, right here. I can just be there. It takes me there. Maybe more than any other music in the parks. There is something about this soundtrack. And when it builds to the crescendo, which is coming up here, when it gets into the the big timpani drums and the doo-doo, it's so regal. Oh, I love it. I can listen to this music over and over again. I I do enjoy Soaring Around the World, but there's something about Soaring Over California that reminds me of my kids. Uh, when we when they were little and we would go to the park, oh, it's just magic. So one one of my favorites. Did anybody else have? Oh, and here they're riding horses. So you instantly know. And then the jets yeah. come across. That was later. But um, but did anybody else have soaring over California or soaring around the world on their list? Oh, and here's the very oh, end please. when Tinkerbell comes up. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills. It's such yeah. a beautiful score by Jerry Goldsmith, who's done lots of myth movies. Yeah. Excellent score. I'm with it's, you on this. To me, it's it's what I listen to most. I listen to it all the time. And then as soon as you just heard the end, we go straight back down. Uh, so I love it. So, yeah, that's one that I miss. waiting in line, and it shows the map, and it's like, and you're going to the different places, right? Yes. And the anticipation of seeing uh, Putty come up on the screen and get you ready for it. But I love that. Nice and work, pal. The world. <laughs> nice work, pal. It does go to Utah, which is really cool in world, but that's about it. So. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Let's move right along. That is my second choice. I think everybody's gotten two of their choices out. So at least, uh, why don't we jump over to Joel Skellington? What's your number three? My final one uh, is also back, uh, keeps us there in California Adventure, and it actually is a ride that is no longer there. Um, But I felt the soundtrack was so amazing, had so many great, oh, there we go, so many dips and turns, and almost like a suite, just different sections. There's this nice easy as you stroll to the front, thinking this is going to be fine, even though I just heard everyone screaming just a second ago. (laughs) For me, it's going to be fine. Three, two, one. And then <laughs> California screaming right there. Yes. And and it's rocking. Even if like the loop part, if you listen to it, it has this great uh, 
there's a kind of a circusy calliope feel too as you're kind of doing the slow loop as you go up and around just changes the tone before it goes back into the rock and it's just i just think it's an amazing <laughs> yeah i amazing is it soundtrack. just me or is it the cal the more californianized version of space mountain uh, you know possibly. they're they're very similar right but yes yeah they do I, I don't know. Space Mountain had surf guitar in it, so that's true. It's pretty California. <laughs> no, it's true. It's all very California music. I, I, as much as I love what they did with Incredicoaster, I do miss the launch of yeah. California Scream, and I think the launch was better when they would do that. When they would do that little countdown. Yeah. Heather, uh, are you big on uh, are you big on the roller coasters? Um. Yes and no. <laughs> like, I like to think that I am, but I'm actually like when I'm in line and then they strap me in, I'm like, oh, what have I done? So, <laughs> yeah, but I do love the music to, to this one, both the uh, past and present. It sure is a lot of fun. Beautiful. Great choice, Joel. I love it. And I miss that attraction. You wish you could have them both because they're both fantastic. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy the, the new, the update or the overlay. I, I think they did a great job there too, but just that original California screaming music just it still is in my heart it's fantastic does anyone remember the chili peppers overlay yes yes that was a thing yeah that was was so fun they did a chili peppers version for one it was like one whole summer they uh they they played uh they played chili peppers oh that was incredible very very cool mountain and at uh screaming so it was fun Wild tie-in. Who would have thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers at uh, at Disneyland? Pretty cool. Uh, King B. Brian, let's go to your last choice. Okay. I've been flip-flopping on this for a long time. I've, I've got a list of 23 items here that I've been trying to <laughs> take from as we've gone through. I'm trying to narrow it down, but I think Nick might have just brought up what I'm going to take for my third one. And that is the Dick Dale space mountain score. Nice. Nice. What do you love about the uh, space mountain score? You know, it's just, it fits so perfect. It's weird because it's so surfer style music, but it's space. Um, I, I don't know. I, I love the new, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I love the new soundtrack that they've got for it that Michael Giacchino did. Yeah. But something will always hold a special place for me when it comes to Space Mountain with the Dick Dale variety. Yeah. I. It's weird because it is surf music, but it also takes you back to that era of Space Mountain, you know, back into the 60s and kind of that that futurism of, of Dick Dale, king of the surf guitar. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's also, it's some more real music, like you would almost expect to be driving down the road and hear this song played because it's just so real, which is interesting because it also feels kind of out of control to me. Does that make sense, Nick? Like what I'm saying, like it feels like you're spiraling out of control while this guy is just ripping it up on a guitar. Yeah, totally hear it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. How much do we all miss being there right now? Awesome. 
All right. Uh, that's just about all of them. We got a couple more uh, over to Skipper Rob. What is your third and final? Well, we're going to stay in Space Mountain. But I love this music, the anticipation as you're walking through the queue. I feel like I'm back at Epcot when I was a child. You're looking around, right? And then you're looking at your, as you walk by the thing and like, he's like, is that real? You're trying to figure out like, is that really outer space? Is that a window, right? Right? But what happened to me in my adult life, Space Mountain was okay. And then I lived in Orlando for three years where Space Mountain there is, wait, I like it better. Wait for it. Wait, no, it's, no. And then I go on Space Mountain as adult, they refurbish it. And what makes roller coasters even greater is having the music right by your ears. And as you go on, that just puts all the energy into my veins here. As you are going on the ride, you go around the corner. And then you start going up, and it's just like this music, and it's Michael Giacchino, right, who also did Lost, which is one of the best uh, TV scores ever. But the anticipation this music gives you, like, it is, I, I understand the nostalgia with the old one, but I have, this has given me, like, all faith in rides that a score can make a ride. So, just because of this score alone, that makes this ride my number one ride at Disneyland with my number one score. Wait for it. It's going to come again. And then you go up and then you see the galaxy. Yeah, you get that big. Oh, beautiful. Rob, what's the longest you would wait in line to ride Space Mountain? Uh, Well, if I haven't been on it for like a couple of years, it'd be two hours. Yeah. Just because I love it that much. Sean Solo, how about you? Five minutes. I generally don't wait over an hour for anything. Yeah. So in the eighties, in the eighties, I, I waited over three hours to ride space mountain. Yes, that was the 1980s, but I was a young teenager. What, what else did I have to do? Right. Who cares? So, all right, great choices. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like we've got three from everybody except for mine. I've still got one more left. Uh, And for me, it is a blast from the past. It is something you can still experience out in Florida. But when you talk about sticky, when you talk about something stuck in your head and impossible, I can see by your faces, some of you already know what this is. This is the stickiest song ever written in my opinion. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow from Carousel of Progress. Oh, how I love this song. Now, which version do you like best? Who, like, who's singing it? Like, the I, father? No, I like the father singing. Iteration. I like the actual attraction version where the father is the one singing it. And uh, so this, this is, of course, music by the Sherman Brothers. Uh, this was not the original soundtrack for, uh, or sorry, this was the original. Then they switched over to a different song for a while and then they came back to uh, great big beautiful tomorrow and that's the soundtrack now and i can picture sitting in the theater and turning if you ever get out to disney world it is well worth it it is uh holds a guinness book of world's record world record 
for the longest running, continuously running stage show in America is uh, Carousel of Progress. Of course, at Disneyland, it was uh, there. Then it was replaced by the very capable and still awesome America Sings, at which point it has been replaced by a whole bunch of hot garbage ever since then. It was Innoventions for a little while, uh, which felt like a really expensive school science fair. And it's been Star Wars Launch Bay now for a while. And for crying out loud, please put something real in that huge, beautiful real estate, namely the Tron roller coaster. So anyway, uh, that's mine is great, big, beautiful tomorrow. I love it. My wife really struggles with that song because I put it on all the time in the morning. If we're all kind of tired and in a bad mood, I play it and I love everything about great, big, beautiful tomorrow. So I don't know, unless anybody else has any other thoughts on great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Uh, we will jump into recaps. Heather, what you got? Yeah, I have a thought on that. So it's written by the Sherman Brothers, right? And you yes. mentioned that it's totally sticky. They have a talent. They had a talent for writing earworms. And they also wrote the music to It's a Small World After All, which is another one that gets stuck in your head all the time. It's, it's a great point. How the Sherman Brothers had that sticky of music, almost every song you name that those Sherman boys wrote every one of them it just it gets stuck in your head and this is one that makes me super happy that's a great great point heather all right why don't we go to a recap and uh heather since we're with you right now why don't you give us uh just recap your three pieces of music you absolutely love in the disneyland resort all right we've got the haunted mansion followed by the mad tea party and then, last of all, Main Street, which has all that energy of the turn of the century. Love it. King B. Brian. So I had Fortuosity specifically on Main Street, the uh, Jungle Cruise Q radio loop, and, of course, the Dick Dale Space Mountain score. Beautiful. Skipper Rob, what you got? I had Main Street with Put On Your Sunday Clothes by uh, from Hello Dolly. And then we had the Haunted Mansion Holiday soundtrack. And then last but not least, the new and improved Space Mountain theme song. Very nice. Joel Skellington. Yeah, I had uh, the Mad Tea Party followed by the Pirates of the Caribbean, specifically the banjo playing at the beginning and finishing up with the California Screamin'. Very nice. Sean Solo. Uh, third was Route 66, Route 66, I should say it right. Uh, area Loop, the Esplanade Area Loop, specifically uh, You've Got a Friend in Me. And then number one, of course, was the Haunted Mansion. Beautiful. Nick at Night. <laughs> So I had the Esplanade as well, but with uh, When You Wish Upon a Star, followed by Steamboat Willie in the Main Street Cinema Theater, ending with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the entire ride. Can't, uh, can't narrow that down for me. I don't know why. Just love it all. And uh, I'm going to break one rule, honorable mention, Electric Light Parade should have made the list somewhere. <laughs> That was almost on my list, Nick. That was pretty close. I I feel so bad that that wasn't included somewhere. 
I, I had it in my honorable mentions as well. So I think it's good that it gets its due here. You know, that that parade gets a lot of love on this show. That's for sure. Uh, my three were uh, Splash Mountain, the entire suite. Love the whole thing. Soren, which just takes me to that other place and really puts me on that amazing attraction. And my favorite Disney attraction song of all time, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, from the Carousel of Progress. Guys, I am so impressed and surprised we had very little crossover. So I'll tell you what I've learned from this episode. What have we learned? What I have learned is that music is a very emotional thing. It's very visceral. And what I love about this is it's not, you know, there were some broad things, but even the broad things reminded us of very specific parts of the park. But then I love how many little very specific things there were of, I like this, and it's so specific. I think it's just beautiful. Well, before we get into our drawing, as we have somebody excited and waiting to win, does anybody else have any more thoughts? Yes. I was surprised nobody did any firework songs or even phantasmic songs. I was very surprised about that. I thought about phantasmic. It was on my list. (laughs) Yeah. It was on your list, Brian? Yeah. Yes. It was it was on my list as well. Uh but you know, you can only choose 3. It was hard. Did did anybody else think this was the hardest of all of our challenges? Yeah. 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 I thought it was super it was hard. Very hard. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought this was the hardest one yet. So, but I'm impressed. I think you all had great choices. There's nothing here that I went, "What? You got to be kidding me." You know, so I, but then again, I don't know that there is any music that I, I wouldn't absolutely love. So Autopia? no, even Autopia, oh you know, for, for what it is, Autopia is pretty great. You know, I was even thinking that someone might've chosen, uh, uh, I'll make, uh, not, I'll make a man out of you. What is the, uh, son of man from, uh, Tarzan Treehouse? I would have taken just about anything on this, this particular challenge. So I think it's awesome guys. Well done. Well, with I that a drum roll for our winner, we are going to choose the winner right now. Uh, we had tons of entries, guys. I was so excited. So we want to thank all of you who entered. We will do more giveaways for sure in the future because our listener base got super, super excited about it. But there can be only one. So I did a randomizer. I listed all the names of everybody who entered. And again, thank you. Several of you entered on Facebook as well as on Instagram. I, I'm telling you, Heather, is it like exciting to see how many people were super excited about your beautiful art? <laughs> yes, very flattering. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I hope they love it. Oh, there's no question that people loved it. And there can only be one winner. Our winner from Instagram, username Denny Art, Denny Bulls. Danny Bowles, congratulations to you. You are the winner of the Big Al Art, and we could not be more excited for you. Denny, congratulations. I'm going to reach out to you directly on uh, Instagram. We're going to need to get your address, and we will get that art out there. And I have to tell you, if I'm being totally honest, Denny, it was remarkably tempting to say that the winner is Sean Rapier. Or at least just make up, at least make up some funky name. The, the winner is Dave Davison. And then just sending my address, 
because I would love to have that art. But Denny, congratulations. You're our big winner. To the rest of our entries, again, thank you so much. And uh, good luck next time when we do another drawing. Well, is there anything else anybody needs to throw out there for tonight's episode, or should we wrap things up? I got the music as we're walking out. Here's the, the wrap-up music. Our day is over. On behalf of Nick at Night, Sean Solo, Joel Skellington, Heather Poppins, Skipper Rob, King B. Brian, I'm Sean Rapier. Thank you for coming to the Castle Collective. Have a magical night.